behind this mountain and uh, they're going to come and attack us. Will you believe me? They said yes. Unanimously, they all said yes. But he said, I have such a, a greater message for you. I have a, I have a message such that, um, uh, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, this creator of ours, that uh, the message is that we have to be protected, that you have to protect yourself from a greater trial and tribulation more than this trial that if, if there's an army about to come. What is that trial? That is the trial of the hereafter. But immediately, who was the first to rebuke him? It was his own family member. It was his, his uncle Abu Lahab of uh, Bilal radiallahu an, And he kept him there burning uh, in the, in the uh, sand. And on top of that, he placed a very giant boulder. And also, he dragged him across uh, uh, the burning rocks uh, that were on, on, the, on the desert sand. So these are the types of sacrifices that the uh, believers went through in the beginning days of Islam. What other sacrifices do we see? We see the sacrifice of uh, Ali radiallahu anh, like I mentioned. Uh, what did he do? He, he, he accepted Islam. That's one. But uh, prior to the hijrah, he, uh, to protect Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa and the deen of Islam, he, he slept on the bed of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa risking his own life so that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa can leave with Abu Bakr radiallahu anh, in the midst of the night. And he, was, he could have been killed. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved him. Another individual that we see is the uh, likes of Umar radiallahu anh. Umar radiallahu anh, he accepted uh, Islam. But on the, on the doors of Hijrah, when, when they've been allowed to go and migrate, when the, when the ijazah and the permission from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came to go for the Hijrah, what did he do? He went and he proclaimed his Islam in front of the Kaaba and he said, I'm going for, hij- I'm going for the Hijrah, I'm going to migrate. And anyone who wants to uh, come, you can come and try to stop me. But know that your mother will be crying over you. Meaning that I will fight you till death. And no one even dared to raise a finger on him. Another incident was Abu Bakr radiallahu anh. When the da'wah began at an open scale, um, after the three years of the, uh, the secret or hidden da'wah, now the doors of the da'wah opened. And uh, they were calling the, the people to Islam. And Rasulullah was going to the Kaaba on a regular basis. And what happened was that the Meccans, they started criticizing Rasulullah And then what did he say one day? He says, isn't, isn't what I'm calling you greater than what you're criticizing me towards? Then they realized, okay, we should be a little bit quiet, we should be listening. But then they, they, the next day they got together and they... Uh, they all gathered uh, unified against Rasulullah and jumped on him. And then what was the, uh, what, who was the individual who came in, in, in a rescue or a retaliation for Rasulullah It was none other than Abu Bakr What was his comment? His comment was, are you going to kill a man just because he says one, uh, that I believe in one God? Is that the only reason why you are going to kill uh, this person? Or why are you going to attack him? And then they went and immediately started pummeling him to such a state, to such a state that the books mentioned that they couldn't tell the, uh, from, the, from his eyes and his nose because it was so beaten, beaten up. But he was unconscious and on, literally on the brinks of death that his mother, uh, as soon as he got, gained re- uh, consciousness in his home, his mother uh, uh, asked him, how are you doing? He says, how is Rasulullah doing? His mental state, his brain waves were working that how is the deen of Islam doing? Because the representative of the deen of Islam is Rasulullah Ultimately, how is the deen of Islam doing? How is Rasulullah doing? 
And he didn't, he didn't uh, leave that situation or that question until his heart was relieved and, and at ease. And so finally, his mom said, you know, what, what, what's this strange uh, situation that has overcome you? You're, you're almost about to die, and you're worried about this man who's caused you this pain? And then he, he didn't stop the questioning until uh, some time later when they came back and they said, yes, Muhammad wasallam is okay. And then finally his heart was at ease. Now we see another incident of a sahabi. His name is Usman ibn Maz'un radiallahu anhu. Usman ibn Maz'un, as we, as we close the khutbah inshallah, Usman ibn Maz'un, his story is very, uh, very amazing. Uh, remember, this is all in the Meccan period. This is just prior to the hijrah. What happened was that Uthman ibn Maz'un, he had a good friend named Walid ibn Mughira. And Walid ibn Mughira uh, was an, a hard enemy, a staunch enemy of Islam. And, it, and a lot of ayahs in the Quran are mentioned directly against this Walid ibn Mughira. But what happened was Uthman ibn Maz'un, he says that, you know, I'm going to accept this re- religion of Islam and I'm going to leave the religion of our forefathers. And then Walid ibn Mughira said, are you crazy? What benefit are you going to get? So immediately he said, you know, you don't know anything. So Uthman ibn Mazun took the shahada and uh, somebody came from the, from the Quraysh and they attacked him and hit him in his face so hard that his eye came from, out from his eye socket. His eye came out from his eye socket and Walid ibn Mughira came and approached him. He said, look what you've done to yourself, O Uthman ibn Mazun. Remember, this is not Uthman ibn Affan. This is a different Uthman. Uthman ibn Mazun said, what do you mean what did I do with myself? He said, look at your case, look at your situation. One eye is outside of his socket. This is what, what your religion has caused you. He said, you know what? I am ready to sacrifice this other eye, this other eye for the sake of Islam. What powerful words that should be written in gold. That this deen, this deen of Islam was not something that was just a play or a game. This is something that was built on sacrifice. And that is the recollection of the hijrah that we are supposed to gain in our hearts, in our lives. Because what is this, this hijrah really? This hijrah is a, a, a leaving from the shirk, leaving from anything that causes disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the anger and the wrath of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the association with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The migration wasn't just from Makkah to Medina. The migration was a greater journey than just that. And that is what we have, to, what, what the hijrah is signifying and what we have to re- remind ourselves as, as we are in this month of Muharram. Very important, I, I read a few ayat of the Qur'an and just to go over that, that this hijrah as we know in the hadith of uh, Umar, that's narrated by Umar radiallahu anhu, إِنَّمَا الْأَعْمَالُ بِالنِّيَاتِ Indeed, all actions are based on their intentions. فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ That whoever migrates for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the messenger, meaning the deen, uh, migrating solely for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with ikhlas, then that migration is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and this deen. But whoever, فَمَنْ كَانَتْ هِجْرَتُهُ لِدُنْيَا يُصِيبُهَا أَوْ إِمْرَةٍ يَنْكِحُهَا فَهِجْرَتُهُ إِلَى مَا هَجَرَ the wealth, the, ma- the mass, mass, uh, uh, amassing the wealth, gaining some status, uh, to reach a status quo. This is, this is very relevant to us, my brothers and sisters. Th- this hijrah is a reminder for what hijrah did we do uh, hijrah to this country for? Why did we come here? That's a question. And we are going to be asked on Yom Al-Qiyamah, why did we come here? 
And so now, for those who come here for business, remember, you are going to get your business. Allah will give it. He doesn't, he doesn't mind. But if you came for Allah and Rasulullah you will get Allah and Rasulullah here too as well. And so that's where we have to make our niyyah firm. And we have to recheck our niyyah at this moment, the first stage of, Islam, uh, of the new calendar year. For indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ala lillahi dinul khalis. Indeed, listen, listen, Ala lillah. Verily, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the deen al khalis, the very sincere religion. Not any mixtures, not any adulteration of the religion, but rather that we do everything for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, this is the message that we are gaining from the hijrah. Inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to uh, make our uh, intentions with sin- uh, make our intentions clear and corrected and with sincerity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide us in this new year in, in making all the a'mal for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and allow us to change our lives and recheck why did we really come to this country and what are we doing here and what are we going to gain for our future generations and ourselves inshallah